Asia Pacific Currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. All groups of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents. This Saturday, the 29th of August, the year is almost done. I'm Giselle Hanna. And I'm Pierre Morrow and, um, well, it's lovely and sunny outside. That's right, Giselle, how quickly the time flies. Indeed. Even in under these restrictions. Yes, we are recording on Friday the 28th of August for broadcast, as I said, on Saturday the 29th of August. And, of course, this is Asia Pacific Currents here on Community Radio 3CR. And um, that's right. And of course, Asia Pacific Arts is brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links on your favourite radio station. And of course, Giselle, since you, you know those contact details so well. Absolutely. If you want to get in touch with us, find us on the web or the w's.aawl.org.au. We're on Facebook and Twitter, so look us up on those social media platforms. I do need to say, Pierre, last week I did not have my microphone on, so... I was a little bit tinny, a little bit um, like I was recording from a bathroom, which I wasn't, comrades. I was in my study at home. I just didn't have a specific microphone, so that's why it sounded very echoey. Um, so thank I'm you for putting up with that. I'm surprised that he actually recorded anything. <laughs> Uh, it, it means it records from the computer microphone rather than uh, this, uh, excuse me, listeners, yeah. very technical, this directional um, microphone. So it produces a very different sound. But while we're talking about that, I do want to um, extend a huge thank you to 3CR staff for enabling us to continue to produce our shows from home and get them um, could continue broadcasting during this COVID lockdown period. And we're in Melbourne, so we're in stage four lockdown. Uh, so we're barely allowed to leave our homes, um, but we can still bring you radio because the extraordinary staff are assisting us all. Great, fantastic. And unfortunately, uh, today, our, our efforts to get an interview did not work. There's always uh, good excuses, but we won't bore our listeners with all our very good excuses. All our comrades are on the streets. That's the reason. It's very hard to get someone to answer a mobile phone. We're desperately trying to hear from our comrades in Lebanon in particular. Um, it is very difficult to connect with uh, those comrades. They're, they are literally all on the streets. Um, and of course, uh, a Palestine is the other story we're trying to get just because of some political developments um, at the international level in relation to um, uh, excising parts of that territory. That's right, that's right. So we'll just go to, we've got seven news stories, which uh, nevertheless will give you a good flavour of what's happening with the labour movement uh, and issues facing the labour movement in our region. So might as well start. Giselle, we go. Our first story is in India, where on Monday evening, a five-storey building in the small working-class city of Mahad, about 150 kilometres south of Mumbai in Maharashtra state, suddenly collapsed. The building in the densely populated neighbourhood is thought to have collapsed due to inadequate durability to withstand the heavy rain of the rainy season. 
many of their occupants were out of at work as this was in a um, working class district, but 16 people were killed while a number of others were injured. Unfortunately, building collapses in crowded working class areas such as this are not an isolated phenomenon in India due to inadequate regulations, insufficient inspections and widespread corruption. And there have been mass arrests of Jordanian teachers in a widening crackdown in that country. A couple of weeks ago, we brought you an update of the arrest of a dozen leading teacher activists and the closure of their office by the Jordanian government following demonstrations demanding the implementation of an agreed pay rise. Unfortunately, the repression against the teachers and the Jordan Teachers Syndicate has intensified with the latest reports indicating that around a thousand teachers have been arrested by the authorities. The actual situation is difficult to evaluate as the government supplied a strict media ban on reporting anything on this issue. Small-scale protests are continuing, including one in the city of Irbid, where protesters released helium-filled balloons inscribed with the slogan, With the Union. Great um, action in, in Jordan. If I saw a bunch of balloons um, rising up into the air that says, With the Unions, it's pretty inspiring. Um, but we'll go to some community announcements and some music, and we'll be back with more news from around the region. 3CR remains closed to all broadcasters and guests until further notice. The good news is that so many of our programs are producing new shows each week from home. From Lost in Science to Living Free. Done by Law to Defence of Government Schools. Concrete Gang to Chronically Chilled. Mafalda to Music Matters. We're here with compelling content and rousing radio. Listen live or listen later. Tune in, stay safe and keep listening. 3CR Community Radio, here to stay. Fitzroy Legal Service has launched a free information and advice phone service for people who have been stopped, questioned, fined or charged for breaching the new COVID-19 restrictions. Have you been fined or charged under the new laws or stopped and questioned by police for being outside? Call 0434 136 501. Weekdays between 9am and 5pm. That's 0434 136 501. Or head to fitzroy-legal.org.au for more information. You can also report incidents at covidpolicing.org.au. Fitzroy Legal Service is a 3CR supporter. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 855 AM. Today, the colour line is the power line, is the poverty line.
powerless to break out of their poverty are also those who by and large are non-white, non-Western, third world. Poverty and powerlessness are intertwined in color, in race. Discrimination and exploitation feed into each other today under global capitalism. listening to Community Radio 3CR. This is Asia Pacific Currents. Pierre, what's happening in Cambodia? Sure. Um, unfortunately, there's been a spate of arrests of unionists in Cambodia. On the 31st of July, Rong Chun, the president of the Cambodian Confederation of Unions, or the CCU, was arrested for his criticism of government policies in relation to land loss from farming communities. In addition, he had been prominent in calling for the release of four teachers criminalized for criticizing the government and conducting online classes uh, during the COVID-19 restrictions, as well as uh, Rong being uh, one of the leading uh, people in demonstrations in the capital Phnom Penh for the legal entitlements entitlements of the terminated workers at Violet Apparel Factory. So um, certainly Rong had been quite active. 
Now, um, since uh, Rong's arrest in uh, uh, the 31st of July, at least seven other protesters and CCU members have been arrested for demanding Rong Chun's release. Now, one of these ar arrestees was So Saknika, who is the president of the Cambodian Informal Labourers Association, um, who was arrested together with two other members on the 7th of August. She's currently held under pre-trial detention for incitement. Now, in a follow-up incident, three days later on the 10th of August, Ok Chuyav, former president of the Cambodian Independent Teachers Association, was attacked by unknown thugs while riding her motorbike home after visiting Rong Chun in prison. Uh, Oak is a leading member of the Free Rong Chun campaign. So interesting how um, uh, one arrest has uh, really uh, spawned all these other uh, movements and actions and then has led to more repression. Indeed. Uh, moving now to Iran, where imprisoned Iranian activists are on a hunger strike. Jafar Azimzadeh, the chairman of the board of the Free Trade Union of Iran, is in prison serving a five-year sentence for his trade union activities and for trying to organise and increase workers' wages. Jafar has ongoing heart and lung problems since his last time in prison. And a few days ago, he caught coronavirus. Instead of transporting him to a hospital for treatment, the authorities have transferred him to Rajai Shah Prison. In response, Jafar started a hunger strike on the 17th of August, demanding that he be given proper medical care. An international campaign is underway calling for his immediate release. In other industrial news, widespread labour actions are still continuing over insecure work and unpaid wages, such as nurses in um, Esfahan uh, and teachers in Tehran and Karaj and municipal workers in Lali. Very dire situation in the prison system in Iran. We do know that at the start of the pandemic, 50,000 uh, 50, prisoners were released, but most of the political prisoners remain inside and COVID is spreading like wildfire. So um, just uh, sending our deepest solidarity to Jafar and supporting that campaign for his transfer to a medical hospital. Um, we will go to some community announcements and another um, music track, and we'll continue with news from around the region. Goongaroo Environment Centre is a grassroots community organisation campaigning for East Gippsland's precious forests. For over 15 years, we've been using direct action, citizen science, and community engagement to stop the continued logging of precious native forests and threatened species habitat. After this summer's terrible bushfires, there's an even greater urgency to protect what remains, and the Victorian government haven't ruled out plans to log the small fragments of unburnt forests and so-called salvage log in burnt areas. It's now so important that forests and wildlife are protected so they can recover. Head to gecko.org.au to keep updated with the latest news and to get involved. Gecko acknowledges the logging is happening on the stolen lands of the Gunakurnai and Bidwell and Monaro people and that sovereignty was never ceded. A 3CR supporter. BDS Australia is hosting an online forum featuring boycott, divestment and sanctions. BDS co-founder Omar Barghouti 
on Saturday, August 29 at 7.30pm. Joining Omar will be First Nations scholars Eamon McGuire and Professor Tony Birch, as well as Palestinian-Australians Dr. Randa Abdel-Fatah and Ms. Hebefala. They'll be discussing the shared experience of dispossession, state-based discrimination and racism, and how to counter it. Details can be found at bdsaustralia.net.au. That's bdsaustralia.net.au. Boycott, Divestment, Sanctions, BDS Australia is part of the global effort to end support for Israel's oppression of Palestinians and pressure Israel to comply with international law. More details at bdsaustralia.net.au. BDS Australia is a 3CR supporter. An important message from the Victorian Government about coronavirus. To manage coronavirus and save lives, immediate action is required. This means if you can stay home, you must stay home. Yes, it's a major disruption to your lives, but this disruption today will save the lives of many Victorians tomorrow. If you think you may have coronavirus, call the government's hotline on 1800 675 398 or visit coronavirus.vic.gov.au. Victorian Government. Managing this together. A 3CR supporter.
You're listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Asia Workerlinks on your favourite community radio station, 3CR Radio. And uh, we go back to the news update, and um, now we go to Thailand, where after the recent mass protest in Bangkok against the army-backed government and the military, the Thai government is now trying to stop the communication channels of the protesters. This week, Facebook blocked access within Thailand to a Facebook group called the Royalist Marketplace that had over 1 million members that discussed the country's king. Uh, Facebook uh, blocked this site after the Thai government threatened the company with legal action. Nevertheless, the anti-government movement is continuing to spread throughout Thailand, with protests occurring daily, while there is also an increasing boycott movement on companies that are seen as too close to the military establishment. So we'll move to um, Iraqi Kurdistan. Uh, While we've brought you many updates on the popular unrest that's shaking central and southern Iraq over the last nine months, In the last few weeks, a number of demonstrations have occurred in the northern Kurdistan region as well. Despite the semi-autonomous status of northern Iraq's Kurdistan region, its conditions are just as dire as the rest of the countries and are often the results of the same factors – corruption, waste of public money and misappropriation of resources. In addition, the recent financial crisis brought on by the fall in oil revenues in the COVID-19 pandemic has brought the situation to breaking point. Reports indicate that security forces have used live ammunition against the protesters, injuring a number of them, while journalists have been increasingly targeted. The political situation in Kurdistan has been dominated by the Kurdistan Democratic Party and the Patriotic Union of Kurdistan for the last 20 years. Critics now refer to them as the family parties, the Bazanis and the Talibanis, respectively, which has fostered a climate of corruption and impunity. As for our last item of our news update, we go to Gaza, to the Gaza Strip in Palestine. This week, the small and overcrowded enclave of Gaza recorded its first COVID-19 case, sparking fears that the pandemic will have devastating impact on the already impoverished population. This outbreak comes amid renewed bombardment by Israel as it seeks to stop a new tactic of resistance by Palestinian militants. In recent weeks, Palestinian activists have launched scores of incendiary balloons into southern Israel that have burnt large areas of farmland. 
These actions are an attempt by Palestinians to pressure Israel to ease the blockade imposed on the Strip since Hamas took control of the territory in 2007. In an unrelated development in the West Bank, on Monday the 17th of August, Palestinian human rights defender and uh, BDS, which is the boycott disinvestment uh, movement, uh, the coordinator Mahmoud Nawaja was released by an Israel military court after 19 days of illegal detention without charges. And that brings us to the end of the show, Pierre, for another Saturday morning here on Community Radio 3CR. Um, to all the listeners, firstly, thanks for your ongoing support, both of Asia Pacific Currents and of 3CR during this time. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, also, uh, I know this sounds a little bit like a hollow statement because I don't have any specifics, but keep your eye on Facebook for ongoing public meetings that are being held over Zoom. Um, there are some important discussions being had. And while it does very much often, Pierre and I were talking about this just at the start of the show, um, it does feel like the left is flailing a little bit without a clear strategy forward for um, fighting back against all of the attacks, all of the job cuts, wage cuts and the impending war. The ongoing discussions will surely help us find a way forward. Uh, so that's all from me, Giselle Hanna. And it's all from me, Pierre Mora. And uh, we'll be back next week. Um, stay safe and um, keep organising. <laughs>